everyone welcome back to the millennial podcast and today i have kripa jalan with me she speaks my heart when she says the words don't diet in fact she will help you ditch diets and reclaim your health the sustainable way and well why should you listen to her for people who don't know her kripa is a harvard trained nutritionist also who runs the successful burger beast nutrition consultancy welcome kripa hi Hi, thank you for this very kind words. <laughs> I think uh, we all know you. At least I know you from that particular video that went viral of you lifting these crazy weights long back. And ever since I've been hooked, thinking that you eat what? I would ask you this directly today: that you eat what? Honestly, the principles I tell my clients are the principles I follow myself. I follow the basics of healthy eating. I don't eliminate anything. So even when off-limit foods are there, like sugar, I treat those as occasional indulgences rather than everyday staples. I yeah. recently switched from an animal-based diet to a plant-based diet about a year ago, not right. for the health benefits, just because it was. I felt like it was more ethical towards the environment. Right. I'm not saying vegan diets or vegetarian diets are better. I just think you do do you. So that's me. Yeah, I know. Sometimes these conversations are so subjective since it's like body to body differences. Yeah. And today, exactly why we're going to discuss about uh, the millennial approach to diet and body body positivity. Firstly, I'll just want you to talk about how we are following this sort of. outdated fact that our mental and physical health are two different things especially millennials we have 10 things on our mind and some of us religiously work out mm-hmm. and you know my friends will come to me and tell me that you know gym or working out or running is my happy place mm-hmm. and but other rest of the hours they're all over the place not understanding that at the end it affects our mental mm-hmm. health affects our body our diet our weight loss journey at large our physical body goals right mm-hmm. so how would you i mean suggest us to holistically approach training and eating and mental health everything for sure that's a great question so to answer the first part about why the situation is like this it's because for a very long time mental health remains stigmatized mm-hmm. um there's mm-hmm. not tangible feelings right so how do you right. put into words or numbers that i'm feeling depressed i'm feeling low i'm feeling a loss of motivation in life i think just taking india for example this is ridiculous but for a long time we believed mental health was a work of the devil exactly and till today um even in educated societies several people believe that mental health isn't real exactly. then there's social media conditioning that has for the longest time propagated flat abs uh yeah. running 60 minutes on the treadmill eating very little So it's led us to believe that health is just food and fitness. Right. So I personally believe that even diets are more than just restriction macros and micronutrients. It's also why you eat and how you eat. Yes. Yes. Um, exactly. So I think to be very simply, just going back to what the World Health Organization said is that you know, health is a complete state of physical and mental well-being. So you can eat well, you can train right, you can take vitamins and minerals, but unless you deal with what's going on in your mind, you're still going to be unhappy. Yeah, I think when we say body, it's everything. That that's what we as Indians so like in the west side also for a very long time, mm-hmm. we just compartmentalize our mental and physical body as two separate things but it's yeah. all within our body. And like you said, uh, this thing about how we eat, why we eat certain things mm-hmm. i've heard you talk about this before about physical hunger and emotional hunger mm-hmm. the latter being more prevalent since now we are all working from home studying from home we stay late hours up how do we manage the emotional hunger yeah so i think first it starts with recognizing that it's a process 
Hmm. Um, giving in to emotional hunger hasn't developed in five days or seven days. So quite obviously, this habit is not going to break down in five or seven days. Right. So emotional hunger is more like I've been on my laptop for twenty five hours. I've been stressed. I've been watching too much TV. I just need a break. Hmm. Exactly. Just walk around and see what's there, and then you eat. That's not your yeah. body telling you you need food. Whereas physical hunger is an actual sensation you can feel in the pit of your stomach. It could be irritability. It could be slight dizziness. Of course, you shouldn't wait around for you to feel dizzy, but mm-hmm. physical hunger is a clear sign that your body needs food. Emotional hunger is more of a need for distraction. I think yeah, we just need to be more aware about what is this exactly. I also want you to share this specifically. I know you have some specific views. I've seen your page. talking about how these about these famous quotes like no pain no gain mm-hmm. and losing weight is hard being fat is hard pick your heart the part of shaming ourselves in very unhealthy way what do you have to say about that um in one line it's complete crap because right. i don't think any nutritionist health professional friend family member has the right to shame you into feeling better because that's mm. never going to work mm. hell you mm. don't have the right to shame yourself into feeling better because at the end of the day both food and fitness are just tools to feel better and what does feel better mean happier and healthier exactly so the right things you're saying to yourself and the right things you're doing to yourself are taking away from your ability to feel joy you have to ask yourself are these really worth it then you know when you say it in a way of motivation is it necessary to go through like pain to be able to see results is that something that you have uh, watched amongst your clients please share that so that we all just take our back seats and know that okay listen it's fine it can feel good and i can still see the changes yeah for sure i mean it doesn't have to hurt for it to work whether it's restriction whether with food whether it's training mm-hmm. i don't think mm-hmm. either of those things would develop for you to feel pain like yes. i said both of those things are just tools to feel healthier and happier so i really don't think that you should be hurting yourself to feel better exactly for people who you know go either of the extremes like either they're working out way too much either they are over dieting because results are addictive and mm-hmm. some people tend to forget that line of okay this is how much or this is necessary for your body and after this everything that you're doing is just harming yourself yeah do you have people who have come with like unrealistic goals uh for sure so i think first of all most of the people who approach me are not going to be the one to say i want to lose 30 kilos in 30 days because mm. that's mm. not the necessary message yeah yeah so most of the people who come to me either want to manage a chronic disease suffer from a disordered eating or just are looking for a sustainable way, way to feel better but of course sometimes you do get people who will say that you know i want to lose x amount of weight in x amount of time and that's not a wrong goal but right. like i said it's social conditioning and magazine covers that have led you to believe that you can create 365 days of health in 7 days but it's important for me to work with that client to understand if we can actually benefit from that kind of a relationship because i don't think uh, nutrition should be didactic where i'm just telling the person what to do yeah do you think looking healthy and actually feeling healthy are separate things I mean there are plenty of people who look healthy and feel healthy too but right. there's also plenty of people who look amazing and feel like absolute crap so yeah. i don't think size is a direct reflection of health i think your energy your mood your blood markers um your sleep cycle all of these things matter just as much and sometimes they can be important markers too but let's say I, me i'm general population to me my mm-hmm. life doesn't depend on the way i look even right. though i'm a nutritionist 
yeah, uh, yeah. because I have a lot more to do beyond just constantly worry about hey that's 30 grams exactly exactly like you know the, the goals are completely different but health remains constant for everybody's life right exactly I think even you have spoken about this and this is why it was so important for me to highlight that you can look completely normal and by normal I mean like your special unique self and it wouldn't mean that you're not working on yourself for young people that this is the time right now how can you not be in shape like it's become almost unacceptable for you to be any other shape or size Mm -hmm. it's not about uh, shaming ourselves also somewhere it's also about just the conditioning of everybody thinking that's the best of themselves yeah yeah Correct. Last question from my side for you is that, I mean, for me, food is a way to celebrate. Okay. So like for a lot of people, it is a way of comfort. For me, it's like kind of medicine too. When I'm on my low side, I think it's an unconditional support. If I ask my friends, there are a lot of people who also name their food. This is proteins. This is carbs. This is fat. I'm like, I'm on proteins. I'm I'm eating carbs. What do you have to tell them? What happened to their food? Um, Like I said, it's social conditioning. And I don't think there's any one way to eat right. You know, yeah. um, there's a lot yeah. of professionals who believe in like macros and calorie counting. And hey, if that works for you and that doesn't add stress to you, go mm. for it. Mm. I think any regimen that promotes slightly better eating is great. There's, you know, say my method will work for a certain set of people. Someone else's method of people. So there's absolutely no one way to eat normally or eat right. Okay, I think that has been insightful. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to do from this podcast was basically put forward everything that I've learned from you. I genuinely thoroughly follow you. I mean, people are not going to buy what I say. So I just wanted you to go ahead and tell them. And um, thank you for letting me do this clip. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to all your revolutionary claim in the diet world. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, have a great day.